was talking to my dad on the way here and uh, he was like, who are you having on the podcast today? And I was like, my friend Coke. And he was like, who? <laughs> and I was like, my friend Coke. And he goes, well, what's his deal? Is he a comic? And I said, yeah, but you probably don't know him compared to some of my other friends. Like you probably just have never met him. But he has some crazy story about like Muslims and skydiving with the Prince of Saudi Arabia. My dad goes, I can't wait to hear that story. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, good. Well, if my yeah. dad's interested, then maybe... Uh, Maybe everybody else will get it. Maybe it'll go viral, you know? Yeah, not to brag, but just saying you have a guy named Kokon. Probably get some eyes. Yeah, well. I can say that stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Well, welcome. Welcome to Room for Rent podcast We're with starting. me, Maria Bruguer. Uh, today we have Kokon, my good friend Coke, who I have known now for like four years. Four to five years. We met uh, on the open mic scene pre-pandemic. And uh, just, I don't know, tell us a little bit about yourself well, I mean, you're first comedian. of all thank you for having me on yes i'm oh, a fellow welcome. comedian like you you know that okay we yeah. made each other laugh all right but congrats to you on the show room for rent i think this is a thank you beautiful spot and i'm thank happy you're you. making these moves yeah no it's good i'm i'm happy yeah. to have you on because you your comedy is like basically storytelling more or less like yeah. you're a big storyteller so I knew uh, I knew when I started the podcast, I was like, I have to have Coke on because I'm sure you have some crazy <laughs> roommate story, whether it's living with a girlfriend or like some crazy parent story or since you moved to L.A., I feel like you've lived with a few different people. Life is crazy. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Life is fucking nuts. I mean, I feel like we need before we get into the story, we mm -hmm. need to set up like a little bit of who you are because sure, sure, sure. you're from Florida. I am from Florida. Don't mind the Spurs jersey. <laughs> yeah, he's usually a Heat fan. Okay. Yeah. Who's your? Who, what's the Heat jersey that you wear? I wear all of them, but I got Dwayne Wade, I got Shaq, I got Alonzo Mourning, I got okay. everyone Boss. I feel I like I Bones. usually see you in the morning jersey. Yeah. But I'll why today, why are you not wearing the Miami Heat jersey? I just knew you were going to dress like this. No. And I was like, I want to coordinate with you. Yeah, we're, um, we're like matching for those of you who are not watching. Uh, He's in black and white and camo, and I'm in black and white with a little bit of blue. Yeah. Uh, no camo, but checkered. I have a ch like a fuzzy checkered jacket on and leather overalls. Uh, <laughs> so I don't. I mean, this aesthetically on Instagram, this is gonna look great on YouTube and Instagram. And you're stunting on me. No, you. I mean, <laughs> this is like I want your shoes. You've got these like black and white Nikes on, and uh. Yeah, so so big Heat fan from Florida. Where in Florida are you from? West Palm Beach, South Florida, born and raised. Oh my gosh, absolutely, it's bougie. Uh, did the whole yeah, yeah. I I'm like so ignorant. I never knew it was rich until I left. How you do know? You, like but, I knew there was rich parts, but I thought everyone had rich parts. I knew Trump lived there, but I was like, that's that. And did you ever I, see Trump? I did work at his house once. Yeah, when I was like 15. Oh my god, and, doing what? Um, a stagehand, like working sound and stuff. So oh, wow. it's like we had an event at his spot, and he was telling us not to uh, move the equipment on his new marble flooring. Oh and my god! And I was god. like, okay. I was like 15, and back then you're like, wow, that's kind of crazy. And yeah, back then he was things... just a celebrity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like years later, it's like whoa, everything wow. was wacky, you know. But uh, cool. did you like get to meet him and shake his hand and stuff? Nah, was, no, that's the one thing he said. That was the one thing he yeah, said. Yeah, that was it. I That's was crazy. Working the whole time. You know, my dad talked to him, but not me. I'm just. Was your dad working too that day? Yeah, it was you? my dad's company. So oh, I worked okay. for my dad. I was probably like 14, 15. Again, just a stage hand. So we'd set up lights, mic speakers for 
whatever venues come in the South Florida. Wow. Did you do any other like famous people's? Sure. I worked for Wayne, Snoop Dogg, fucking Backstreet Boys in like fifth grade. Now I get like why you came to LA, not just for comedy, but like you're, you're like an entertainment guy. Like you're in it. You've been in it for a while. Someone pays me, you know, (laughs) that'd be wonderful. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you're, I mean, your goal is to be a big comic. Like that's your, you want to be a big stand up comic. Do you, do you have any other projects going on right now? Just comedy? Just comedy and doing charitable work with like, I was saying, I am a member of Rough Riders at LA chapter. So we did a shoe drive recently. We do different events and that's always a focus. Now, am I, I might sound really stupid. Rough Riders is a predominantly black motorcycle. I would say that's, I'd say that's definitely fair. Started that way. And, you know, yeah, um, but now is it more, I don't know anything about it. So now you've got to enlighten in in the motorcycle community. It it is expanded around the world. So uh, we are nationwide. We're worldwide. So technically it varies chapter by chapter, but if you put the numbers down, probably mostly black people and hispanic people okay because i feel like i've definitely heard you say before like i'm in i'm in a black motorcycle group and i'm a white guy like i feel like that's (laughs) one of your jokes and well like uh, when i was in orlando there's plenty of white people but now that i moved here in la i am the only white person yeah i love that no (laughs) i like you're so it's so funny because you're so you're very mellow today but i'm used to seeing you like in comedy mode where you've got your voice going and like your storytelling voice and party (laughs) voice and like so this is very different. This is like daytime Coke I've not seen before. Daytime Coke. <laughs> are you a are you morning guy? Am I morning you, guy? Yeah, are you? Hell no. No. no I'm so a party all night, wake up at noon guy. Mm. It's a good time. So were you today. at, were you partying last night? A little bit. A little bit. Me and the Accidental Chaos crew. You know, oh, okay. It was a little fun, but. And the Accidental Chaos is a comedy. Comedy club. For lack of a better word, comedy club. I think it's more of like a comedy cave <laughs> than, <laughs> than anything else. Um. Well, cool. I, the Trump thing—that's crazy. I mean, yeah, it, just one time. But I mean, this isn't going to come out when the day after. But like last night, Trump did announce that he is going to run for I've president seen that. again. I've seen so, yeah, a lot of my friends in South Florida are very excited. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I won't ask you if you're a Trump fan because. I like our friendship the way it is. <laughs> well, but, honestly, uh, I've been, I, I don't think I'll even offend you. I've been working on like my first ever political bit and I feel comfortable saying really? it now. I say to everyone. Okay. Or, you know, comedically, I draw it out longer and such. Yeah. But uh, basically I've been saying like, I don't know much about politics. I felt that way my whole life. Like as a man, I don't know how to talk about another man I never met. Cause no matter what you do, everything is through the media. Everything is someone's paid. You have opinion of someone you never met. So it's like when Trump won, well, actually, even before that, when I was like growing up, people would always be like, George Bush is a terrible president. George Bush is stupid. What do you think? And I'm like, I'm in fifth grade. Yeah. You know, like maybe his job's a little harder than you think. And maybe we're all just kind of peons and we don't really get it. Sure. You know, we just have to complain. So it's like hey, when Trump won, wasn't a fan. But I felt like the more I lived out here, I felt like the more people made me like him because mm-hmm. I just don't like people that are like losers and negative and like whiner. It just annoys me. And yeah. after a few years, I just feel like I love Biden for the exact same reasons. Like, I just hate doing mics every night. And someone's like, Biden's stupid. Biden's not smart. I'm like, Biden will never know who you are. And you work at Walmart. Like, how do you have so much confidence saying you're smarter yeah. than, like, the president? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't get people having that much confidence. Anyway, so. I, I mean, I think of... it's just, uh, like, one of those things where because they're in a way the most famous person in the country like outside of standard celebrities and they're making policy and everything it 
everybody feels like they get to have an opinion about it. And now there's more opinions, right, than there's ever been. It's just like everyone's uh, saying they're mentally the unfit and all that. I'm like, you don't remember that with the guy you liked before where it was all bullshit? Can't you logically apply that now? Or it's like, Yeah. Well, that's the thing is, like, you can always be critical. You can be right? critical. Like, you can critical. always be, I don't know. It's like, I mean, it's like we both do comedy. I know comedians, I'll honestly be like, I think I'm better than Dave Chappelle. And I'm like, you live in a fantasy world. Yeah, I mean, there's Where a lot of delusion like, in that's comedy. My point. Like, <laughs> any person that walks up <laughs> yeah. and they're like, I'm a manager at AutoZone. I think I'm smarter than the president. I'm yeah. like, do you, you can say that was straight but face? That's, really? that's why I like you. Really? <laughs> because I feel like, I feel like you have a, like you have your dreams and like your goals and the things that you want to accomplish in mm -hmm. comedy and in life. But I also feel like you kind of, you've always struck me as somebody who like knows exactly where they are at any given time. And like, I mean, I've seen you late. I have seen late night Coke where maybe you don't know where you are. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's uh, true. That's true. I drink but, a little bit, but like you always know where, where you're at or like the, uh, I don't, there's just like a sincerity about you that I've always appreciated. I so appreciate that. yeah, I think keep working on that bit because I think it's a take that a lot of people don't have. Like yeah, it's kind so of a middle, I, the political jokes that I have, I try to do like middle, the kind of middle of the road where mm -hmm. people don't really know what side you're going to fall on, but they get confused because they're expecting you to be like, oh, Trump, oh, Biden, like, yeah. Would like you ever it. run for office? Hell yeah. You would? Hell yeah. What What would you run as? President. You want to run for president? Of course I want to run for president. And what would Hell your yeah. slogan be? We made it. <laughs> but what if you, but if you haven't been elected yet? This is America. We made it. We made it. <laughs> I mean, maybe you should run as Trump's it. VP. I'll that do could it. be a good test, right? I would right? love to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Would you um would you find like you know, most presidents are married. You're not married. Not married. So, if you had to find a presidential wife, Mm -hmm. How Mariah would Carey. you go? Mariah Carey. You'd go for Mariah, Mariah Carey. I love Mariah Carey. You wouldn't just go on Tinder. Fuck Nick Cannon. I love Mariah Carey from the bottom of my heart. Bottom of my penis, you know, that's when okay. the love is oh, real. When okay. You feel, when you bottom the bottom your of your penis. Yes. That's a place that not a lot of people get to go yeah. to. Right? I try to stay in touch with myself, I mean, you know, I try to really be on top of it. Oh my God. The bottom <laughs> of my penis. That's so funny. I feel like more people should say that. That's <laughs> wow. I gotta get, I gotta get better on this podcast. Like coming, that was funny. And I had nothing. I was unprepared for that. And oh, now we got an I, hour. I gotta yeah. get, I gotta wake up. I'm not a morning person either. We're doing this before. in the middle of the day. Okay. Oh my God. So, <laughs> so, so Coke and Mariah Carey, <clears throat> president and first lady of the United States of America. Let's make it happen. What, how old are you? I'm 31. Okay. So you've got four more years so you can run. Four more years. In four more years, I, I will write your name in on the ballot. Oh, my God. For president. I will, I will take that. I because take that. if we get enough write-ins, I mean. You're you can, like a political your, your, your campaign headquarters can be at Accidental Chaos. Yeah. That's what I'm Coke for president about. at the Accidental Chaos campaign headquarters. That's free Coca-Cola for everybody. All right? Free Coca-Cola. Puerto Rican bitches with fat asses for everybody. Oh, my right? God. And then to, to beat you. All the are you gonna would you run as a Democrat or Republican? Uh, independent, just to be that it, guy. Uh, I mean, realistically, probably a Democrat, but I want to play like, that side. Independence tough because then like people can't vote for you. Like, well, if you're a registered independent, you can't vote in the primaries. But ah, uh, right, yeah. Right, right, so it's right, a right. that's why you, like you kind of set yourself up for. A yeah. disadvantage. See, this is what I'm learning from you. All right. I mean, I don't know that much, but yeah, I have lived through for a political campaign. <laughs> yeah, I have a. So let's get into it. Sure, sure. Let's sure, get sure. let's let's get into this story because I feel like it's it's probably <clears throat> pretty detailed. Not bad. Yeah. I don't a know bit. a lot about <clears throat> it. All I know is it involves skydiving. 
Skydiving with the Prince of Saudi Arabia. So, so start from the beginning. Yeah. Like, so set us up. Take us, take us down the journey of what it's like to be in Coke's world. <laughs> sure, I'd be happy to say that. I mean, I moved here a little before I met you. I moved here about five years ago with sixteen hundred dollars, no job, no friends, and a bunch of white privilege. I've learned. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and uh, I just went on Craigslist. I was here for like two hours and want to find a spot that let me move in cash. So I've been to a spot in Westwood. It was eight hundred a month. Wow. I had to share that room with, ultimately, there's up to 13 people in the house, okay? Sometimes, like, nine, up to 13. How many people are on the couch? Four to a room, three to a room. I paid the most, so I had one other person in my room. And how many bedrooms were there? Just just go four. Okay. Yeah. So 13 people in a four-bedroom house. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the worst. Usually, it's okay. like, nine to ten on the normal days, you know? Wow. But they let people stay on the couch. It's all a big scam, just accepting cash, ranking in money. And it was kind of funny for me because I'm from South Florida and I lived with all Muslims, all, right? all Muslims. I never met any Muslims in my life. Everyone thought I joined ISIS and pretty are quickly. You, are you religious? I wouldn't say I'm religious, but I like to learn and be open to it. Yeah. Like I have done Ramadan the past four years, the fasting okay. thing with the Muslims. Okay. That's just because I'm competitive. All the Muslim <laughs> friends are doing it. I'm like, I want to do it. You're competitive faster? I mean, some people are competitive eaters, that, you know, and huh? <laughs> some people are competitive eaters. <clears throat> I, I go both ways. Yeah. I can be fat. I lose weight once a year with Ramadan. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, I used to live with all them best friends, probably the best two years of my life. Really loved it. We did a bunch of drugs. Okay. Uh, no That's drinking some. though, you know, but, um, no drinking, just drugs. Yeah, they don't drink alcohol. So oh, like that's doing, right. <clears throat> they're doing like lean and cocaine and all oh stuff. They're like, God. no alcohol. And they're oh, like wow. looking at me weird eating pepperoni, bacon, pizza. Uh, you know? Oh, my gosh. But, what an insight. Like <laughs> yeah. Most people think that people who are super religious that don't drink don't do anything. Yeah, they're and, still in college at UCLA. Yeah, know? that's it's true. Still, I used to always see them when I lived in Westwood at the hookah bars. And yeah. yeah, and I was like, something here, they're, these guys are not sober, even though they like sort of say they are. Facts. So. Definitely facts. But um, no, I just loved the time there, and that's where I learned a lot. I had wacky roommates. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was out here for about a year. I started doing normal Lyft, where I rented a car through Lyft. And through an opportunity at one of my coworkers at 7-Eleven, I do the same job now, but mm -hmm. Uber Black. So that's just I rent a black SUV for $600 a week. But that lets me work the job where I drive celebrities and athletes and this and that. Mm -hmm. So I moved here. I mean, we got the time, right? Oh, yeah, we've got we've got we got nothing the time. But time. <clears throat> we got this. I mean, again, we talk about real names. I, I go by Coke. Coke is a nickname, not selling drugs. Big fan of Coca-Cola. Okay, guys, <laughs> sincerely. I seriously, he's got like 12 Coca-Cola T-shirts. So like million, this is million, not a million, bit. A million. Like, I would be in jail in a week if I was out here selling drugs with the name Coke going on stage all right i really like soda <laughs> but my real name as i tell everyone is matthew kerrigan mm -hmm. i was raised irish catholic and uh I, you know when i moved here that's how it was i lived with all my muslim friends about a year year and a half in i came home one day where a girl when i was driving lyft explained to me i'm jewish now and that's confusing probably for most of you i was about 26 at the time and uh, my birth mother died when i was two i always say i got over it so should you uh, and my stepmother raised me since I was three. I referred to her as my mom. But my birth mother was Jewish by blood. She did convert to Catholicism before she married my dad because he has good penis. <laughs> but uh, what I've learned is even though she converted, even though they chose to raise me Catholic my whole life, when I met a lot more Jewish people in L.A., they said, no, 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 you're Jewish. So you came out of a Jewish vagina. 
doesn't matter what you, your family thinks or how That's you're raised. True. Strangers tell yeah. me what to do now, you know, like mm -hmm. they tell me what to eat. It's fun. But uh, when I came home that day and I explained to my Muslim roommates after a year and a half of doing drugs, guys, I'm Jewish. They all got really scared of me. And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. You cannot go to Israel. This will change everything. This will change everything. I'm like, wow. come on, guys. Like, we can eat bacon together. Like, you know, like, I don't like all the division, you know? Yeah. So um, I went on this thing. Jews, people give you a free trip to Israel. A lot of fun. Uh, I don't even know where to start with that. You know, I still love America and Puerto Rican bitches and fat asses. So you did go to Israel. I went to Israel. You did, you did the birth They renamed me Ran. Uh, my Catholic name is Michael. My real name is Matthew. My Jewish name is Ron. I go by Coke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Just put all that on a birth certificate. I guess. You just confuse people. I guess. You know, but it, it was it was fun. And like the very first day I went to LAX to go on this trip, I showed up high as hell. All I have is a book bag for two weeks, mm -hmm. but I moved to LA with just a book bag full of basketball jerseys. Sure. So I figured I'd find a washer in Israel. It's not going to yeah. kill me, but I looked very suspicious to all the LAX people. Okay. You know, they came over instantly like, why are you here? And I'm like, I don't know. They told me I'm Jewish and I get a free trip. <laughs> I'm like really high. And they're like, what? And, they're, and they asked me all these screening questions and everything was going fine until eventually like, well, who do you live with? And once I said Fahad and Raif and Muhammad, like everything got really serious. And uh, they thought I had a bomb in my bag. Oh, my God. They took my shoes off. They took my chain. They took my passport and just sent me on a flight to Israel. We were like, we'll give it to you back eventually. They stuck a wand in my pants looking for a bomb. And they just found my bomb ass dick. Mm. Uh, <laughs> oh gotta God. say it. But uh, either way, it ruffled a lot of feathers, and a lot of them felt like I didn't really care about Jewish shit, which I don't, I guess. But I'm not. Well, you don't. It. I mean, you. It's not like you grew up going to right temple, and uh, like you didn't have a. I don't even bar mitzvah, bar mitzvah no, whatever, whichever no, one. Bar mitzvah. Like you didn't have any of that, so I, you really don't that know did, anything. They invited me. Yeah, I had a Jewish grandmother, great grandmother. None of them said I was Jewish. They were just like. How do you have Jewish family members, though, and none of them... That's what people think. I was raised under a rock. It's because out here, it's a thing. In yeah. Florida and the rest of America, people will just respect you. <laughs> Let you be your religion. Out here, they're like, no, 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 you're... This is a forced choice. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do you ever get stopped by the Hasidic Jews? Do they ever ask I live with Jewish? them now in Beverly. You live with Hasidic Jews? Yeah, I live in all Hasidic Jewish neighborhood in Beverly okay, Woods. we'll have to get... We'll get to that next, but... Well, that's that 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 sounds like part I mean, two of this. When story. I lived in Westwood, people first of all, the joke is these people from South Florida all thought I joined ISIS. You know what I'm saying? Which <laughs> that was the funniest part when I'm doing Ramadan and we went to the the hills and killed goats and slit their throats. Like my first, in LA? Yeah. Like my first week I did that out here, like Chino Hills. Oh my god. With all my Muslim friends. So my Snapchat was popping. Everyone's like, What the fuck is he doing? Yeah. He's been there for a week. It's it's a, how do you kill a goat? How did you do it? Well, to be fair, I didn't. Okay. They each did as each Muslim man on Eid, Eid is the name of the religious holiday. Yes. You have to go out to the desert kill a goat as a man yourself then cook it and serve it to the homeless and have a big festival that night okay all i show is i'm killing goats dressed in crazy clothes so everyone's <laughs> freaking out you know they don't know we're doing nice things after it was funny you know i, I didn't give a fuck i've also heard goat meat is good yeah, it's delicious, delicious. yeah Absolutely. i mean when i went to africa they were big on goats there nice. i didn't have any but i heard good things i heard good things yeah i like it but uh can't remember what I was, you know, this and that. But uh, all I can tell you is I lived with all of them. Came home when they told them Jewish. They all freaked out. They sent me to Israel. That was fun. A lot of Jewish rules. And going back to, I live in Beverly Woods now. Like when I was in Westwood three years ago, I remember Jewish women wouldn't even shake my hand. 
I remember that. I was like trying to talk to her, and she's like, I can't touch you. I'm Jewish. And I was like, what? And she's like, it would make me goy if I touch you. And I thought she called me gay. I wasn't <laughs> sure what that meant. But, <laughs> but goy means non-Jewish. And yeah. not every Jew is like that. Very small minority. But she was serious, and she wow. thought she couldn't touch me back then. But now Jewish women have to suck my dick to save their race. You understand how the <laughs> dynamics have changed? Like, where I live, everyone wants me to date their daughter now. And I'm like, I commit a lot of crimes. Like, you know, but they don't listen. They just hear Jewish. Yeah. So it's a little strange living out here going so one you, side to the other. you went from be being a Jewish enemy to being a Jewish hero. Yeah, yeah I like me. That's, a, that's an incredible transformation. <laughs> like, you come to L.A. from Florida, yeah. and people already make fun of that. Like, just yeah. anybody. Every, every time somebody moves to L.A. from Florida, and they're like, I'm from Florida. And they're like, of course you are. Like, how many times have people said that to you? Like, of course you are. And now it's like you've, you've come well, and you've both. converted, but you didn't convert because you were already it. <laughs> right? Like, that's, I'll that's take it. crazy. I'll take it. So you, okay, so you go to Israel. I go to Israel. You that come back. You make it back. I come so. back. And, no problems uh, coming back into the country. Just problems at yeah, LA. No problems coming back into the country. They okay. all were fine with me then. But um, I guess I should include this. I work at the Seven Eleven in Westwood. I think it's safe for me to say this now. But back then, Trump was looking for illegal immigration, explicitly in Southern California at Seven Elevens. So my coworker, I don't say his name, but he was legal Mexican. And I, he's got to train me. So he quit out of fear, even though he's lived here his whole life. Wow. So he's the one that had the connections that got me the Uber black job. So he called mm. me after like a week or two. He said, hey, if you're comfortable renting a car for 600 a week, it's the exact same job as Uber. You just dress nicer and give them bottles of water. I'm like, cool. So I was like, in a weird way, Trump's racism got me and a Mexican the best jobs of our lives. <laughs> I'll be clear on that. Now I, <laughs> now I understand why you want to run for president, because I think you know some of the loopholes that could actually yeah. help people. Like, hey, that yeah. is that Trump thing, too. Yeah. I, I use yep. the loopholes to my advantage. Yeah. <laughs> so can I ask you a question about the Uber thing? Yes, like, Because you've mentioned a couple of times that you rent a car. Yes. Do you think it's that's a common practice? Like, Do you think most people who are driving <laughs> Uber and Lyft in Los Angeles are renting cars, or do you think they absolutely. go and buy? You think it's a lot of it is rental? Yeah, okay. absolutely. I think the 80% is probably rental. I'm making wow. that number up, but they have like higher, the standards are higher than it used to be. Lyft and Uber used to have an older car. Now it has to be like a 2016 and up. Okay. And they have a bunch of shit out here in LA where they don't want to put their own miles on the car. Like yeah, most yeah. people rent them for yeah. their usage. Wow. So do you have to go each week? Do you rent the same car each mm -hmm. week or is it a new yeah. car? So it's I keep your, it 24 7. I don't pay any of the mechanics on it, insurance or anything. But as long wow. as I give him 600 a week, I can do whatever. And if you were to get, do rental car companies care? Like, are you not, is that something you're not supposed to do or do, does nobody really, do everybody just kind of ignores like what's, going on do they care about like that you're using a, a rental car to drive uber oh uh, well in my case to answer your question about lyft and uber most people probably rent normal cars in mm -hmm. my case i just rent from one guy mm. so with these suvs they're called fleets and mm -hmm. some guys own like five or six suvs so it's not like a real company it's just a guy in got Thousand it Oaks. got it got it mm. it's like the guys that park in the parking lot when i go to the comedy store there's always like three dudes who are parking their cars there that don't want to pay for the parking lot, but they're waiting for their like car, you know, their clients <laughs> yeah, to be yeah, done for the yeah, night. Yeah. And then the parking guy comes and is like, you guys can't park here if you're not going to pay. That's and they scream at him. That's like they're like the older, crankier version of you. I'll basically. take it. I'll take it. <laughs> I hope I don't ever get old and cranky, yeah. but we'll, we'll see. So you get, so, so you guys get the jobs of your lives driving Uber black. Correct. And that's the same week I come back from Israel. So okay. one of my roommates at the time, his name's Raif. He's from Morocco. 
he told me, he's like, hey, he's kind of like the bitch boy for the Saudi prince whenever he comes to town. All right? He pays him $1,000 a week to hang out with him, and he pays for him with everything, but he's also kind of like his little servant boy. You know, like it's kind of wow, understood. Okay. We hang like out. It's, it's friendly, but yeah. it's like, you know, do this yeah, and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that being said, he was coming to town, and that's where he hit me up. I've only had this car for about a week. And he's like, hey, man, do you want to pick up the Prince of Saudi Arabia from LAX for 150 bucks? No big deal. I'm like, 150 bucks in Florida money is like a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm like, of course I'll do that. You know? And as soon as I meet him, giant bags, throwing him in the car right there at LAX. And the very first thing he says to me, he's like, why, why you? He gets in the car. He goes, why do you think I have all these bags? You think I'm a sissy girl? You think I come here to shop? And I was like, I don't know. I didn't really think about it at all. Like, I'm just putting bags in the car. <laughs> you're man. like, I'm just trying to make 150 bucks, yeah, dude. I'm like, to make 150 bucks. No judgment. I don't know why you're so insecure. You know? <laughs> it was like a weird first conversation ever because he explains to me because he's trying to be prideful. He's a cool guy, but he yeah. was just like, he's like, uh, oh, well, I come here to skydive, just so you know. I, these are all parachutes. I have my own plane. I come here to skydive. Wow. And I was like, really? He goes, yeah, we can't really skydive. You can, but it's frowned upon to skydive in Saudi Arabia because it's considered gay. <laughs> Wait, why is not? it considered gay? You have to be attached to a man. Oh, to learn to okay, do it. So okay. So it's not illegal or that, Wait, but they're okay. also like. Eh. I, I'm confused because uh, I have friends who have gone to the Middle East and spent significant amount of time. I've you know friends who have been in the wars over there, and mm -hmm. they say that men over there hold hands with each other. Yeah. And that there's a lot of sort of what we would As assume here is like a gay thing yeah. because they are not allowed to like have, they're not allowed to have contact with women in public. And so then they end, you know, like people still need affection. So yes. that's fascinating. Yeah. That. No, it's, it, I, as a guy that lived with nine gay. to 13 Muslims, I will say that they're not gay, but they do a lot of things that I think are gay. But they're not gay. Yeah. But yeah. They'll like walk up and sit on the couch, just rub my shoulders. I'm like, we are not doing that. And then, what are you doing? Is, it a, is it a sexual thing? Like, <laughs> if not. you were to turn around and genuine. be like, hey, do you want to, like, you know, nah, they would suck my pee pee? They're yeah. super anti gay, but they're just comfortable holding hands and like weird things. I'm like, I don't like that. Yeah. But uh, they're not gay. I'll tell you that much. All right. It's so interesting. <laughs> but obviously, in need of affection. That's the, that's yeah. like, <laughs> that's very interesting okay, well okay so i should include this though this is the part again i've got a lot of stories i got a ridiculous life i know this probably sounds like a lot i love all it. of it but i got video i got friends but the second thing he explains to me was after he's like i'm here to skydive he goes and actually i come out to west hollywood because i am gay and it is easier to be gay out here and i was like ah and i mean this is la i already lived here to me, everyone's gay in the city. All right, good. Like ninety percent of people are gay. Yeah. Not the most shocking thing to meet someone that's gay to me. Yeah. Right. Or but, bi. Or bi. Yeah. And he was funny. Loved the guy. Hilarious. Very comfortable with his skin. He was making all sorts of dick sucking jokes. We we're hanging out the whole day. To clarify, just to for everybody, mm -hmm. this is the prince you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. And okay. I just want to. One of sure. the yes, the prince of Saudi Arabia. <laughs> to be clear, not the main prince. Okay. Not Muhammad bin Salman. Not the guy killing people. All right. Yeah. There's literally hundreds of princes. Yeah. Which is why I can say the story, and I know you can't figure out who it is, except mm -hmm. for my Saudi friends who know exactly who it is. <laughs> they're but not going to do they're anything. Not, they're not. And, he, and that was the thing again, because he's super cool, super comfortable, but gay. Yeah. You know, fucking hilarious, though. And like I said, not a big deal to me. 
very comfortable with his skin. We we went to a French restaurant, Wilshire, I remember, because he stayed at the Beverly Hilton. And he's driving, I'm driving around all day. He's paying me. He's like, and eventually I'm like, you don't think I'm gay, do you? He's like, oh, no, no, no. You're a funny driver guy. You know, I have, I'm sorry, Prince. I have this phone. I have fuck all who I want on this. I fuck any guy I want. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, Wait, was he on Grinder? Was not grinding. Oh God! Show me stuff. Well, I've never seen grind. I don't know what he's doing. There's a Saudi prince, 0.5 miles from where. Wow, that's great. I love it. Well, he also hides his identity a lot. He, uh, because he was actually born in California. He was the first guy to explain to me I can't go in and out of the HOV lane the way I want. Like in Florida, you can. You have to do it. California at those little special uh spots that let you in. Right. And I would just do it. And he's like, you know, it's illegal, right? And I was like, no, I didn't know that. And he's like, yeah, I was born in California. And he's like, all the royal family's born in California. And I did not know that. He's like, we're American citizens first. And then he explained to me how he he likes to go around as not the prince of Saudi Arabia. He likes to use his American passport so people Uh treat him normal, you know? Uh He's like, every now and then I'll be across the world using my American passport and some Muslim will just start bowing to me. And I'll be like, damn it. They caught me. Like, you know, like, this guy was really cool and really funny, really transparent. That's how you know that they really do have control of us. You know, so, some people think they don't. But the fact that... Who are we talking about? The Jews or Muslims? No, no. Who's we're controlling ta- us? No, no. The, the Saudis. Like, <laughs> you know, they, they control... Well, they control Vegas for sure now. But, uh-huh. uh, you know, I think everybody thinks that this is the land of the free. But, it, I mean... We won't get into that, but it's just. I mean, them, I'm learning yeah. things listening to you. So he can skydive. Him, he's free. He can. Right? He, he can, can be gay. Sky, he can skydive without you know? people thinking he's gay. But his proposition to me was, if I drove him to Palm Springs, basically, he already had the parachutes, he already had the plane, so he's like, you can skydive with me if you take me out there. And I figured I had to say yes because it'll kill you if you don't. <laughs> so like, I was like, yeah, you know, fuck yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. We drove out there, but I should say one other part. That was the next day. The first day we only went to get French food and he took it to the Beverly Hilton. Hung out for four hours. Wow. As soon as he got out the car after making dick sucking jokes, funny guy all day, Raif instantly turns and goes, did he say he was gay? And I was like, yeah, what? He's been talking about it all day. Like, what do you mean? He's like, you don't understand. He's like, I know his wife. I know his kids. He's never spoken of this. He's never said he's gay. He's like, what did you do? Why did you bring the gay out of him? Why did you do this? And I'm like, what did I do? <laughs> yeah. The straightest man in America, Coke, yeah. gets any closeted gay guy to, to admit. Hey, hey, I love the gays. He was super cool. He's calm. That's all I care about. All right? Just like yourself. If you, I don't care if you're trans, gay, whatever, just like yourself. <laughs> Because if you don't like yourself, I don't like you. And it's going to annoy me hanging out with you, you know? That's true. Be confident. Be proud of yourself. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, you know? And I could pick on him. Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah, and he's freaking out. Like, the whole, like, he's gay. And I'm yeah. like, I don't know. But nice guy. Went out to Palm Springs the next day. Skydived with him. I know it's not, I don't have a good f- story about doing it. It's not that exciting. Uh, I drove two hours and fell in the sky about 60 seconds. Was it scary? It was, but I was also attached to the guy. Yeah. So it's like, I knew I was going to fall. And I'm out. sure it didn't feel gay because you're just like, I want to land. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> Sexuality is the last thing I'm thinking while Scott. Yeah, down. exactly. That's so funny. So you yeah. did it. You guys all went. You he, you have to have a special skydiving right, plane. Drink. What? I'm still your drink, please. Why? You so, need it? Yeah. There's no you need it that bad? There. I do. You're gonna steal. He's gonna steal my drink right I now. You can have it. It's all yours. For the rest of it. Oh, the I things I do for my podcast guests. Room for rent. Shout things out. Things I do. <laughs> um, okay, so you so you go skydiving. Is the plane? <clears throat> I assume he rented the plane. That he. I think so. He jumped like eight times. 
I only fell one time. You just go back in and jump out again. So oh that's where it's God. like, it's 8.30 in the morning. I'm standing in the field by myself. And I'm like, all right, I wasn't really worth driving two hours for. He's like addicted know? to skydiving. Yeah. Well, I heard him have a personal conversation with Raif when we passed UCLA Hospital. Mm-hmm. Where he never said what it was. But I heard him say about like, at the time, three years ago, he beat something over there. He had treatment. He beat something. And he's like, I also started skydiving three years ago. So now I'm like, okay, I get it. You beat cancer. Now you're gay. Now you're skydiving. You're, you're free. living his best life. Living his best yeah, life. Yeah. That's, how I, that's how I viewed it, you know? Wow. But, that's crazy. I met a guy in Mexico once that was a skydiving videographer. Oh. And I said that really weird, but um, like he said that one time, you know, like for the most part, parachutes always open. Like very few people. I, I hope so. But he said that one time they, <laughs> they yeah, he said one time they one time videotaped guy a guy, his parachute didn't open and they have video of him like plunging to his death. Awesome. I was like, that would be enough for me to get out of the business. You know, like if I, if I had that tape, like on my hands, I wouldn't. Mm. So the fact that he went up and did it eight times, like, Back to back to back. Free man. That's Confident. crazy. How many of you were there? It was you and him Me, and your him buddy. And Raif, yeah. That was it. That was it. Why did I think that you had a story about skydiving with Ja Rule? Uh, ja Rule took me on tour. Oh, he took you on uh, tour. He didn't go skydiving. Oh, with I thought me. he went skydiving with you. Uh, okay, I thought that. I thought Ja Rule was coming uh, to the story at some point, but uh, another the, controversial <laughs> character. I mean, well, the the day I drove him was the day that Netflix documentary dropped. Oh, the fire festival. One. Fire festival. So oh my God. I picked up Jarl's same place, Beverly Hilton. His, I picked up his DJ and his manager. I'm driving okay. around LA and that's where they made their proposition. That's all. This always happens with my job. Not always with Jarl Rule, but this is how it happens. <laughs> where it's like, you seem cool. Are you free this weekend? And I'm like, yeah, I got no kids. And they're like, well, we are Jarl Rule's people. If you feel comfortable, we want to pay you to be our driver and you take them to. He had one in San Diego, one in Pomona, different shows he had, you mm-hmm. know? And again, fuck yeah. If you don't, then the Saudi prince will kill you. You know, somehow, if you don't fuck with Ja Rule, prince yeah. will kill you. <laughs> You're a yes man, but like, it always works out for I you. I like money and yeah. stories from yeah. comedy. And podcasts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But okay. everyone that day was freaking out. They're like, oh my God, he's a bad guy. This new documentary dropped. What do you think about a Coke? I'm like, I don't fucking know. I'm just driving. Like, everyone's hitting me up on Instagram. Because you know, I was taking little pictures. Like, I'm with Ja Rule. Yeah, yeah. You I know? remember that. But uh, I remember it came up on the news when we were in the car, the radio station. They're like, Jaw Rules in L.A. after Fire Festival drop, blah, blah. And I remember him, his, D- his manager, DJ, all started laughing. Oh, and I'm I was sure. Like, and I'm I was thinking sure. it was like an evil laugh for a second, you know? But Jaw Rules, and I mean this sincerely, the nicest, most humblest man I've met in my life. Bar none. And I've been gifted a lot of nice people in my time out. You can just tell. You radiates it. Just yeah. a very downer nice He's also guy. been in the business for a while. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what, that's what we talked about that. He's like, I just, I don't want to be free. He's like, I'm too old. He's like, I just want to play my hit songs, make people happy, make my money, and go mm-hmm. home. And he's like, this is my life. Just mm-hmm. making people happy. And I love the guy. But he was honest in the sense that we're like, everyone was roasting about the fire Festival thing. And he was talking about it. He's like, fuck, man. He tells his manager, he's like, fuck, no one trusts me. He, he's like, he's like, no one trusts me right now. His manager was like, well, would you trust you? And he's like, no, I wouldn't trust me either. He's like, it was that fucking white guy. He tricked me. He's like, but, uh, you know, but that's like, what's true. Anything. I mean, that's what came out about right. him is that, but that he was, day, that he was kind of like paid to endorse the deal. And the guy ended up being a total con. Like, I never really thought Jaw Rule was like as guilty as the other no, guy. I so. The nicest, most humblest man I met. I don't are you still him. in touch with him? Do you have you, are no. you guys buddies? No. No. During COVID, when I stopped dri- driving, I mm-hmm. lost touch. But 
If you see this Ja Rule, it's me, Coke. Yeah, we'll tag him. <laughs> oh, he renamed me too. I'm like, my name's Coke, and I tell him the story. I'm like, real name's Matthew, and I tell him Ron, and I tell him Michael, and he just like stares at me. He's like, we're going to call you Maddie. We're all going to call you Maddie. I'm like, why did you pick a different name? Yeah, I mean, it's close. Well, yeah, they all You're just, like a name chameleon. They all called me Maddie the yeah. whole time. What's like, the oh. worst nickname you've ever had? Cream cheese. <laughs> cream cheese would probably be it. Why was it cream cheese? Because I'm white. Because you're white. That not I'm, as thought through as it was by my boy Eddie Cruz and his dad growing wow. up Puerto Ricans. He must have been a just call me cream cheese. Cream, like, that's not the food I would think of to call a white person. If yeah, I'm, I mean, like. And I'm white, and that's <laughs> like snowflake, cracker, flour, you know, sugar. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of like East Snow Bunny of that for girls. Yeah, especially like blonde white girls. No, I don't. My nickname, well, my, it wasn't my nickname, but like the couple times that I got bullied growing up, people would call me Maria Diarrhea, ah, which is never not fun. That. Not fun. Yeah. Oh, Maria. I mean, kids are cruel. There's a lot of things. They are, but like, Cream cheese. Like, I, people have called, like, people with cellulite, oh, like, she's got a cream cheese ass or whatever, you know, because it looks Ooh. like, or like cottage, I guess it's cottage, cottage cheese. cheese. Cottage right. cheese. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Cream cheese. So you went, Look so, okay. Cream cheese ass, girl. Yeah, yeah. that too, but like, oh, God. <laughs> no, thank you. I'll take my Like, Honey knife. Boo Boo's mom's ass probably looks like that. <laughs> anyway, we don't body shame on this podcast, but. Oh, I do. Now you've got some images I in your head. I fuck ugly girls, but up. I make fun of them. Yeah, I like your bit about <laughs> having sex with girls that look like Tommy Pickles or whatever. That's look, a great bit. I fucked one bald chick, <laughs> and it kind of did traumatize me, all right? She, she was not the most attractive, but she liked X-Files. I like X-Files. Trying to be past looks, you know. But yeah, she shaved her head bald to donate to him with cancer. And then it, all the pressure's on me that I got to keep fucking her now. Because then your friends or friends are going to think you're a dick because you stopped fucking a bald girl. I didn't want to fuck her. It was weird. It's all I'm trying to say. So from the back, it's like a giant baby. All right? It was a giant glistening head baby. <laughs> and it was like Tommy Pickles. I don't know why. It's a boy baby. I didn't like that night. All right? I'm back to fucking hoes. Single. Letting you know. Have hair. That's all I want. Okay. I'm going to laugh if you're not single when this episode comes out, like if something happens to <laughs> the woman of your dreams and you're over here like, I know Ja Rule, I know the prince, ladies, I'm single. Yeah. Uh, and then you're not. I almost had fucked one of your friends the other day, but I'll tell you that after the... You the, fucked one of my friends? Almost, almost. almost. She was trying to have that. Oh. Thing. But I didn't do it. Oh. I, I will talk about that That's after. weird because I don't have a lot of friends, so... Definitely someone I know you know. It might have been my mom. What I my wish mom? it was your mom. Your no. mom's hot. <laughs> Yo, and I my remember mom's that. a very mom pretty lady. Hot. Yeah. No, she's a good lady. Uh, you know, it wasn't my mom because my mom's not in LA anymore. But uh, oh. yeah, we, uh, that's, we're going to get you more friends. I don't, okay. you know, I'm kind of a small group person, I yeah. think. I like, to, I mean, I network, you know, don't get me wrong, but I consider you a friend. I was about to say that. I yeah. consider you a friend. I consider the same you way friend. I think you're friends with this person. Yeah. Like you sent me a, a card I still have on my desk for, uh, the Christmas card and stuff. Oh, um, yeah. I got to figure out. What very, my, very sweet of you. I really appreciate Christmas it. My Christmas card this year is going to... This episode will probably come out in the new year, but uh, I got to figure out what that's going to be. So, you... Okay. So, so just backing up for a second. You go skydiving yes. with the Saudi prince. That's, and that's true. all fine and dandy. It's true. And then... Oh, can I... I can tell you a couple of add-on things there. Yeah. I mean, definitely. I was like... Oh, I was going to yeah. say if there's anything else to that. Oh, yeah. No, please. no. Hanging out with the guy was just such a mental mind trip because like, we hung out a lot. Very funny, cool guy. Like I said... I like how confident he was. 
I remember when we were driving to the uh, the skydive. We mm-hmm. pulled over to the side of the road, and he took off all his crazy Muslim shit. And he was wearing, like, a tight-ass little ACD shirt. Like, real, like, no sleeves. His nipples were coming out. Oh. And I just remember, and he's, like, he's looking at me laughing at him when he took it out. He's like, why why you laugh at me? You think I look like a sissy girl? You think I'm a sissy girl? And I was like, that's a better word than I was going to say. But, uh, you know. but <laughs> He seems like somebody that probably wants to be dominated. Like, he wants you to be, like, yeah, maybe so gay. Like, you I should be ashamed. Degraded, like, maybe. He's a skinny yeah, yeah. guy. Well, yeah, degraded. That's a good word. Maybe. Maybe. Because he, want, he, was, he, he was, like, expecting you to roast him. He was. A lot. Yeah. Get him on roast I battle. was roasting him a lot, too, though. <laughs> to be fair. All right? After we hung out. Oh, okay. Come, I was, like, you know, it's like, he, okay, one other silly example is we went to the casinos. San Bernardino casinos. Sure. And as a Muslim, he uh, you can't use ill-gotten gains, like bad money, drug money, anything as bad. So in his mind, he's like, all the winnings he'd win at the tables, he just give to people because it's unpure money. So it's not like thousands, like 500, whatever's around him. He'd just be like, oh, I won. Here you go. Oh, here you go. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, wow. You know, like you, you told me you suck dick, but now you can't, you can't gamble. Like I don't get it. You know, like he sucks dick, but he can't eat bacon. I don't know how this works. He should have really just given you the money. I wish he did not. I mean, that's. He also made me pay for my own recording of my skydiving. Skydiving was free, but I had to pay for the recording. So he's handing people hundreds of dollars at a casino that he's winning on whatever roulette, yes. whatever the fuck, and then he can't. And then he, what is wrong with these people? I don't know. They're I mean, out here. He was very generous, but like, he was also very paranoid of people taking advantage of him. He was really, really paranoid of people taking advantage of him. Yeah, I could he see that. He every receipt, everything. He's like, blah, blah, blah. He just doesn't want to feel like you're using him. You know? I Yeah, but I just feel, I just feel like I would want to give the money to somebody who I knew was helping me. Like somebody in a casino is not doing anything for me, Thanks. but like, if you're working for me, I would give you, cause yeah. I'm going to get more out of you. If yeah. the more money I give you, I can like, work for you. If that's yeah. what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. But the, yeah, there's just so much that you I'm could, here to work for Maria. No, 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 no. I don't, I'm not making, I am hired uh, enough money to pay you what you deserve <laughs> to be paid. Coke. Um, that's nice. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so he was paranoid. So then after the skydiving, like, did you guys go to dinner? No. Anything like that? You just came back to L.A.? Only one time I can remember at the French restaurant. Yeah, I just came back to L.A. I honestly can't remember. And then was that the end of your experience with the Saudi prince? Uh, For a few more days, we we did stuff. And we, you know, like, that's where the casinos happened and, like, stuff. We even went to my 7-Eleven. Which really made me laugh because, like, <laughs> again, he doesn't care about money. He buy all this, he buy, not liquor, but buy all this, whatever, 7-Eleven. Yeah. But I remember when we got back in my car, he gave me a styrofoam cup with quarters in it. He's like, take these, protect these. These are for parking. And I was just like, what the fuck? But it showed me he's run out of quarters, but not money. He's like, yeah. to him, it's just a parking token. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, these are valuable. It's like Chuck E. Cheese pennies or whatever <laughs> yeah. they have. It was like... Which is funny, too, because for the most part, meters in L.A. are cards. Like, you just put your credit card in. Like, mm-hmm. you don't need quarters anymore. Good boy. But <clears throat> that's crazy. So. Crazy. In terms of the, like, was the house that you were living in with all these Muslim people, was all men, right? No, no women. No. I mean, again, it was a constant rotating door of different roommates. I was there for about two but and a half it, years. There were women, too, or no women? There was oh, there women. women. Okay, uh, wow. It would uh, go up and down, go, yeah. but probably up to two or three at a time. There's always, like, two or three women, I would say. And, um, and was it a kind of place, like, where you didn't have any peace or was it ever quiet? Like, did were there nights where people were like, okay, tonight we're not partying. Like, everybody just be 
be cool. Um, I think we got by. It got a little testy towards the end. You know, it gets real hard with that amount of people. It does. But I thought it was the best two and a half years of my life. I thought we got along swimmingly. Wow. I learned a lot about different Muslim people. Like, my best friend out here is who I shared my room with, a dude mm -hmm. from Iran. And I'll never forget, like, the second night we stayed there, they were playing, they answered a question about music, Arabic music, in the uh, mm -hmm. living room. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget, we're, like, in bed. He's on one side of my side. But he was like, oh, what is this fucking bullshit? He's like, what is this music? And then I was like, isn't this your music? And he's like, no, we don't speak Arabic. We speak Farsi. And I was like, I never even heard of that. Yeah. I never even heard of your language, you know? And it's like, I learned a lot. And fuck some good Muslim girls, you know? And it was a good time. Okay. <laughs> Much easier to get Muslim girls if they don't know you're Jewish. All right. Let me just tell oh, you that. Oh, 100%. Does that make me a piece of shit or does that make her racist? All right. You decide, oh camera. My God. You decide. Like, America. if I moved to LA and I told my parents, hey, I found a place that has really cheap rent, but I have to live with. 13 muslim people the muslim thing wouldn't bother them right, right. like that part i think that's very cool like yeah. on a cultural level i mean there was a couple Asians, but the number of people <laughs> i i don't they would have come and gotten me like they, so i think what you did was very bold in many ways and probably unsafe at times but i mean it, that's i mean it's amazing like most people wouldn't be able to survive I definitely that thought living I was experience. Fail. I definitely planned I was going to fail out here. Because I only moved here with yeah. $1,600. I thought I'd be here for six months, have a good story, go back to Florida. Yeah. But, I think I remember when I met you, you were kind of still in that mindset. Like, yeah, I think I met you like at Cinema Bar or something right. outside of my. I was taking the bus ago. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And you, and you were like, yeah, I'm just here. I don't know how long I'm here. Like, we'll see what happens. And I was like, I don't think he's going anywhere. Like, he, I don't know. You seemed. <laughs> and, well, it just takes a certain amount of resilience to live in LA. Sure. It really does. And so, if you can figure it out and make it work, then I can't complain. A lot of people can't. Lucky, a lot of people but... who have a lot more resources than you had when you got here can't make it work. So that's. I mean, I think that's something to be very proud of. So now you live with Hasidic Jews. I do live in all Hasidic Jewish neighborhood now. Uh, now, who are you? What kind of people are you living with now? I live with the owner of the Seven Eleven I work at. And is he a Hasidic He's, Jew? He is Jewish, but he hates Jews. He hates them <laughs> much more than me. I'm just mocking them and learning. He just hates them. But he, he's Jewish. Yeah, he's... He, where he he's like old right 70s okay is it's like by century city beverly woods so yeah. for him it all used to be farm that was his parents house so the neighborhood was built around him mm -hmm. he's not that jewish he married an ecuadorian woman had kids okay, okay. Like, his wording to me was this he said i did a dna test he said i learned i'm 99.999 percent ashkenazi jew and I was like, oh, yeah. And he goes, you know what that means? And I was like, no. He's like, that means I come from a lineage of racist pigs. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And he's like, I love Ecuadorian women. And I was like, I like you. Like the same way I love Puerto Rican women. Like, yeah, you just yeah. You think with your dick. And I appreciate that in a man. So me and him are great friends. He just hates wow. his neighbors because he hates them. And he thinks they're too much. Because, like, on Fridays and Saturdays, you're supposed to not use technology. Mm, so the right. neighborhood, like, told him you got to shut down his 7-Eleven on Fridays and Saturdays. Like, what? they forced... Yeah, it's very That's, like, forceful. the most popping nights for a 7-Eleven. Exactly. Like, and he's like, I don't have to listen to your rules. Like, you know, not wow. everybody. So he has his grievances, but I'm lucky I live with him. I have my side of the house. He's gives me... 700 a month i'm like wow that's no complaints amazing. that's a steal and i could never quit 7-eleven i'm like no. the indentured servant you are but at the same rate like 
Is this? I mean, the seven the Seven Eleven that you work at must be a pretty nice one. It's not bad. We sell like. liquor. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we are next to the VA, so there's a lot of homeless, but that's just LA in general. Yeah. Do you have so. any crazy homeless stories? So many. Do I you mean, have a favorite? I mean, top of my head, I'm just going to say about like the lady in the wheelchair. I don't want to say it's favorite, but I'm just going to say the lady <laughs> in the wheelchair that came in and peed in a cup and threw it on one of the female coworkers. <gasps> It's hard Reci to get them Was that recent? Like eight months ago, probably. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was like COVID pee. Yeah. And you could feel it. It stung. You know, it's no bueno. Oh, that's rough. And then what did the female. I brought Ja Rule to 7 Eleven too. Can I you say did? It? Yeah. I, okay. I, I brought him there. He's buying condoms to fuck his girl. So I took him there on purpose. Now he got to stop. So then I ran around and rang him up, which he did not know I worked there. So he's like, what oh the God. fuck kind of driver are you? <laughs> and I'm like, and I just like, wanted I my coworkers to see I was telling the truth. I'm like, you see, bitches? He's with me. I told you. And they're like, oh, my God. You know, but, uh, yeah, that fucking confused the shit oh out of him. Oh, my God. What kind of condoms did he buy? Do you remember? He did buy Magnum, big-ass condoms. Yeah. Did he buy the Magnum or the Magnum XXL? XXL, gold wrapper. Oh, my Proud. God. Yeah, it was wow. Like, those are, they don't sell those at every mini mart. Uh Selling Did he get any dick seven. pills? No dick no pills. Dick pills. No. None of those rhino. His actually his. Ah, I shouldn't say that. I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, you can say whatever you want. Right. It's actually his side chick of 20 years hit me up. She found me on Instagram after that happened and uh, made. Wow. He's actually super rich. She made me her driver. And uh, but she just wanted to talk to somebody about Jaru that knew they were secretly together. Oh, okay. Because it's like, it's like, I felt like I was like her gay best friend. Like, she'd take me to Vegas and talk about Jaw Rule and be like, I'm gonna buy him this. How's he looking this? How's he looking Aww. this? What do you think? And I'm like, I keep paying me. I think, whatever the fuck you want to think, lady. Like, you know, very, very nice woman. And, uh, but yeah, he, he can fuck. I think he's, uh, you know, I mean, he's not, he's not old. He's still like, I young him 20 years. 20 years. That's a lot. That's love, I think. That's great. Yeah, I, I she think was that's, obsessed. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, but that's like, that's the business, man. That's yeah. But now she's married to one of the most famous comedians in the world. Oh, anyway. oh. <laughs> I think I know who you're talking about. But yeah, but I was it. Yeah, that. no, I'm not going to. <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah, well, well, good for you. I mean, that's you're a good uh, listener. You know, yeah. like you. Thank you. I should probably be a better listener, but you're a good listener. Like you, we've always had good talks. Like it's always been absolutely. It's always been good. So it's like I feel like people probably immediately feel like they can trust you and be comfortable with you, and yeah. that's that's why you're going skydiving with the prince of Saudi Arabia, and he's telling you that he's gay when his buddy, that's your buddy, is like yeah. he's never told me that before. Never, he's never because you don't judge like. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. People from Florida don't aren't really like. I like people. Some that are of them are judgmental, but like the ones that move to LA, I think for the most part are kind of open-minded because yeah, they wanted I mean, to get out of where they were, and I don't know. You've lived a lot of life for. Oh yeah, no, it's thirty-one. It's crazy, it's crazy, yeah. you know. But I do like, yeah, these type of people. I think a lot of rich people can tell I don't even know who they are, so it'll make me their driver. I notice that too. Yeah. Or it's like I listen to them talk, and they're like talking to cardi b or something like, oh, who the yeah. fuck is this then who am i driving yeah you know, it's like a little weird but do you have any other notable drives that of people uh, where you were like oh or <clears throat> after the fact you're like oh that was so and so this is kind of i mean i got a million but it's kind of random but one that pops in my mind is uh, i picked up the only guy that ever got mad at me for not knowing who he was because people ask me all the time are they snobby are they elitist and usually mm -hmm. they're not they're usually just rich and happy and i love driving rich mm -hmm. people but the one guy ever that got in my car he instantly goes you don't know who I am? 
So you didn't notice who I was? And I'm like starting to drive. I'm like, oh, honestly, sir, I don't know. I didn't really look at you. You know, that's my yeah. first excuse. So I look back and stare at him. I'm like, I know you are. <laughs> and I'll never forget. He's like, well, blah, blah, blah. Leo played me in the movie. And I'm like, nailed it. I didn't know his name. I didn't know. Wait, the, the real the Wolf, Wolf of Wall Street. Wall Street guy. Yeah. Wow. And he was mad you didn't know who he was. Yes. I'll give him this in a You should have been like, oh, you're the Quaalude guy. That's what I would have said. Ah, I, I wish I had said okay. that. I wish I had said that. <laughs> like, I would have, like, I would have made it. I, I would have busted his balls for yeah. sure. Well, like, he was all sad. He was saying his wife left him. He was, like, talking to me about oh it. Oh, my God. But he was very dark, deep. And, like, he asked me to turn on the radio. Oh, wow. And then he played music from his phone next to his head, which I don't know why he did that. And I didn't know how to ask what was happening. Because he just kept talking about life. He's just holding a phone next to his head playing music. Um, like, was he, sad was, music. Was he crying? He wasn't crying, but he was just being honest. Like, my wife left me, blah, blah. I'm really sad. And towards the end, because I'm taking him to Sunset Tower on Sunset. So yeah. eventually I was like, but you are the Wolf of Wall Street guy. Like, aren't you just going to party and get bitches tonight? He's like, yeah, I am. But still, <laughs> I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's crazy. How long ago was that? Uh, Pre-COVID. So probably. Like, oh, okay. Just so like three years, three years ago. ago, something like that. Wow. Well, I hope he worked it out with his wife, but it sounds like probably that's not going to happen. I, I would say I doubt it. I wow. You should have been like, oh, your wife, uh, that gal, <laughs> that character that Margot Robbie played in the movie. That I would have just, I would have just started going around in circles with that whole like, you don't know who I am. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, a little bit of that, but again, even him, he wasn't too douchey about it. it seemed pretty playful. It wasn't. To yeah, do, just a odd but it guy. is a funny, it is a funny like ego trip because it's there's so many celebrities that like don't want you to like. I've yes. heard a lot that like J Lo doesn't want people to look her in the eye ever, mm. and I'm sure that's just like an energy thing of like having to give your energy out to somebody. But then there's some people who are like, you don't know who I am. Like I feel like Ti is probably one of those people. You don't know who I am. You know? Oh yeah, I guess stuff like that. Doing comedy, but like then know. it sounds like Jaw Rule. You know, you probably know who he is because you could probably figure it out. It's kind of like LL Cool J. Like, even if you didn't know who LL Cool J was, but you saw him walking through, like, a restaurant, you'd be like, yeah. who is that? I, I remember going to Subway with Ja Rule uh, after a show in San Diego, and I just remember, like, we're in line. He's got a hoodie, but eventually some people notice. And they're all, I think, pretty normal in their reaction. Like, oh, it's cool, you know. And they're asking me if I'm, like, a security. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm just here. <laughs> but uh, I just remember one guy in particular was like, Oh my God, this is Jarl. He like almost cried a little bit. He's like, I'm such a fan. His friends were like, wow. dude, it's Jarl. Calm down. Like, I mean, like, you don't gotta cry. You know, no one's, I love Jarl, but very rarely we meet anybody that's like saying he's the goat rapper, his favorite. You know, he's got his hits. Yeah. No, no I mean, I used to listen to Jarl all the time. Like, his voice is so iconic. Like, yeah, 100%, 100%. If he came out with new music now, I mean, I think millennials would probably. I don't know if he has. I sorry if you haven't. I haven't heard it. But uh, like, if he came out with like a hit, like a hit hit mm -hmm. with somebody, people would listen to it because his voice, like his voice, would just bring back memories to you. Yeah. And like that's so important. Well, we're we're about it's about that time to wrap it? it up. So uh, I got yeah, a lot of stories of people I drove. I know. Well, I mean, depending on on uh, how this episode does, we'll have you back for part two. I would love that. Or uh, maybe we'll have you back for like a special bonus episode we'll put on the I Patreon and really give people like a sneak peek and uh, get into some dirt. But guys, thanks for watching. Coke, where can we find you on social media? Uh, they kicked me off the internet. No. Uh, I beat the system <laughs> by putting one more underscore in my name now. So I've made another account, which is Coke underscore underscore 
RR. Ooh, I beat the system. Uh, on Instagram. Yeah. Okay. And then, yeah, Facebook. Uh, I made another one again. It's Matthew Kerrigan, but I don't even have a Facebook picture, so that's not okay. A good example. And your last name is K E R R I G A N. Yep. That is like Nancy Kerrigan. I am not related like Eleanor to Eleanor Kerrigan, the very funny comedian. I wrote her on Instagram. I was like, I'm your son. <laughs> and I started commenting on her film. Like, I'm your cousin. Write me back. And I, first of all, my name on the internet is Coca, is my name, but she did not respond. That's I probably funny. burned that bridge, maybe. Nah, she may not notice. I mean, you'll get to meet her sometimes. She's a nah. all the time. But really? Yeah. All right. So, Coke, Coke underscore underscore RR on Instagram, yeah. Matthew Kerrigan on Facebook. Is yeah. that is that it? No TikTok? Nah, I no. I'm pretty dumb with the internet. That's why I rely on my good friends like Maria <laughs> here to make these wonderful shows and help me get my name out. Yeah. That way I can fuck more Puerto Rican chicks with fat asses. Uh, yeah, you know? I have no Puerto Rican hookups, but uh, ladies, if you're out there and you, you see this, especially on YouTube, you know, you get a good, pretty good sense of who this guy is. I love uh, you from the bottom of my penis. Never forget that. From the bottom of his okay. penis, guys. Thanks for tuning in for Room for Rent. <laughs> my name is Maria Bergeri. You can follow on Instagram at Room for Rent uh, pod on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, mm. YouTube, uh, Maria Bergeri, YouTube. And uh, I'm blanking because my brain's not working because it's the middle of the day and I'm not awake yet. But you can follow me on Instagram, uh, Twitter, at Maria Bruguer, all those things. B-R-U-G-G-E-R-E. Guys, we'll see you next time. Yeah. And if you want to do comedy in LA, come to Renegades of Fun on Thursdays at Accidental Chaos. So yeah, do that. It's a it's an interesting experience. <laughs> <laughs>